beautiful. That's what comes to mind when we think about our human design and we're progressively exposed to the perfection of God's original design. Our lives begin to reflect that beauty. Your life is His design and His design is beautiful. Thank you for engaging with us as we are about to be further exposed to the beauty of His design as we look into the Word to see Jesus.
is lesser than gaining access to seats at the table. What do we mean? Many people want to get things. They just want to receive things. This series is not just about receiving things. It is that you are actually sitting at the table. Meaning, you're the one giving things. So you're actually the one calling the shots. It's really not about trying to make a headway in life or trying to make it in life. Alright? It is that I am seated at the table where the real legislation is taking place. I am not searching for palaces. Do you understand what I'm saying? I am not in search of palaces in this. Do you understand? I am the legislature itself. Now we the wrong things. Do you understand what I'm saying? Now we the wrong things. Do you understand? So it is that we are sitting at the table. We are not just getting things from God. There are many people relationship with God that are some people's relationship with God is transactional. So God, if you give me, I give you. Give me, I give you. We have something better than transactional relationship. It is that we are sons. Are you getting what I'm saying? I don't need to wave something, alright, to be received by my father. I'm a son. I have the right to sit at the table and to receive from my father. Can we say amen? Amen. If God has given you access, there is no way he will not give you the things that you want. Access to seat at the table is stronger than things from the table. You know, somebody comes to mind, his name is Mephibosheth. The king called him and said, you know what, based off of what your dad did, I'm giving you access to the table. And the man said, no, you know what, just let me, I don't have the, I'm, I'm not worthy to sit at the table, I want you to just give me the crumbs. Alright, that's what I'm saying. No, 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 no. I, I don't want to give you things. I want you to sit at the table. Because whilst you're seated at the table, how many of you understand the beauty of having a table? Whilst you're seated at the table, thank you, dear Lord Jesus. Whilst you're, the, the glory of the Lord is here. Whilst you're sitting at the table, you know what? Nobody can see that you are lame because your limbs are under the table. They're covered by the table where you're sitting at. So as you sit at this table by access, it is not your weakness that is seen. Your upper body is seen, but all your weaknesses are covered in glory. So everybody sees you. They don't know that the same you has weaknesses. They see your upper body, and that's exactly who God is. His strength is made perfect in weaknesses. Glory to God. Are you hearing what I'm saying? God's strength is made perfect in our weaknesses. But that's what we, we have access to the table, to the things that come to table. I'd rather have, I'd rather have my dad belonging to me, who is a multi-millionaire, than have periodic millions given to me and not have a father who is a billionaire. Father who is a billionaire is better than somebody who gives me one million every day. I don't want things, I want so. And with him, oh, glory to God. With him, I have all things. Things will always be lesser than him. He is the essence of our being. When I have him, with him, I have things. Things don't satisfy, but he does. How many of you know that it's possible for you to have that money you've been praying for and then the day he gives your account, the next question will be what next? But him is the water that never runs dry. And we say amen. amen. Alright, so access, please write this down. Access is authority. Access equals authority. Access equals authority. When you're thinking about your authority, I want you to think about your access. It is your access that translates into authority for the believer. 
So Romans 5 and verse 1 to 2 now begins to show us, can we put that on the screen, Romans 5 from verse 1 to 2, it says, therefore being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. By whom? By who? By Jesus. We also have access by, by faith into this grace where we now stand. See, it's a permanent position. Access by faith into favor, and that's where I stand. What is grace? Grace is the favor of God that is bestowed upon us. So I have access by faith because of Jesus into God's grace, and that's where I stand. What does that mean? I stand on the ground of favor. Grace is the favor of God. I stand on the ground of favor. Standing on the ground of favor equals standing on the ground of authority. Let me give you an example of what I'm saying. So, imagine you're standing on favor ground now because I have given you access to stand on favor ground. And now you're standing on favor ground and I told you that you can distribute to anybody as much and Father we give you thanks because we will have more babies in church. Alright, didn't you see our children's section just there? That, 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 that's our children's section, right? So there will be marriages, there will be kids. But we look not on the things that are seen, but the things that are... You know, just say that let us start to a children's church. Start with one, then. I'm, I'm not being discouraged. Sit down and enjoy it. <laughs> glory to God. Woo! Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. So by grace, we are standing by faith on grace ground. This is where we belong. This is where we stand. So we are the distributors of the grace of the So I'll give you an illustration. That imagine now that I give you access and I say give to anybody as much as you will. All right. Now you are in charge. You understand what You have the authority. Oh God, I don't know why Palace is coming to mind. But then it comes back to mind that those guys were in charge of that distribution. All right. I'm waiting for our hearts have been sanctified. Our hearts have been purified. Praise God. God is reading us of grace. So instead of hoarding, we give. But we stand on grace ground, saying amen. I'm trying to give you the connection between access and authority. When you have access, especially with what Jesus did for us on the cross, that is actually authority. So the access is authority. Let me give you an example of what I'm saying again before I explain what I'm saying. So, uh, until I have access into this room, I can't enjoy the atmosphere of this room. It is the access into the room that helps me to enjoy the atmosphere of the room. In the of atmosphere, and that glory rubs off. That's the reason why when you hang around Jesus and the clean touches the unclean, the unclean becomes clean. So that when the disciples were with Jesus, the Bible says that when they left and came back, it was said that these guys did not go to school, these guys did not have a formal education, but the only thing they could recognize was that they had been with Jesus. And because they had been with Jesus, they had been a robot. Praise God. So in our case, it was not just a robot. It was a supplanting. That is his life for our lives. So now, it is that we are born of the same life that he has. And this life, so if you see Jesus walking, let me use Peter for example. You see Peter walking and then his shadow heals the sea. It is access that brought him to that place of authority. If you never enter the room, you will never feel the easy. If you never came into Christ, you will never have that authority. It is the access that God has given us into this grace ground. 
that has given us that authority. So write that down. Access is authority. Access is authority. Now the believer has to know what their authority is. You know why? Because as a believer, we have to get things done in the earth. Hello? We need to get things done. And it is by an understanding of our authority that we are able to get things done. On Wednesday I shared that the believer is being made a king. The believer has been made a king. And the Bible says that where the word of the king is, there's what? Power. What that means is that the king has the final words. Now in your life, to get things done, you've got to know that you have the authority to get things done. You've got to know that you have the authority to decree a thing and it will be established. You know that you have the authority to say the kind of life that you want and it will be done to you as you have said. Can you say in there? That we are going to eat of the fruit of our lips. So meaning we are going to speak a thing whatsoever we bind on earth by speaking shall have been bound in heaven. Whatsoever we lose on earth by speaking shall be losing in heaven. If we allow things, that's what that future means. It will be allowed in heaven. If we disallow things, it will be disallowed in heaven. So the believer has an understanding of their spiritual authority that helps them to get things done in the earth. Let me, let me say this, that you, seated here pretty, you are God's authority. Let me put it like this, the way one of us likes to say, you are God's hands and feet in the earth. Whatever you want God to touch, you touch, and God has touched it. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Yeah, oh boy. Whatever you want God to associate with, you associate with, and then God has associated with it. In Bible days, God was symbolically living in a box, in an ark. And wherever they carried the ark to, it was said, Apple, understand something, it was said that God was there. So they took the ark into Obed Edom's house for three months. And then the Bible says in those three months, because a boss was in Obed Edom's house, a boss, a boss, the Bible says Obed Edom prospered. So David was observing, David said, I know this guy now. Uh, it's not just three. Oh boy. It's not just three months ago. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's not just three months ago that we started this conversation. Uh, what's going on? You know what? I trust David now. David said, What? Well, we're going to get that. Yeah. We're getting that out of that man's house. I was bringing it back to where he is. Are you hearing what I'm saying? It was just a box. Now you are not a boss. You are not. You are not going to go. The last time I checked, you are better shaped than a boss. And the last time I also checked, the spirit of the, I don't know why, the spirit of the Lord lives in you. What I am saying is, if by the presence of a boss, a man was able to prosper to the point where the king noticed, you don't understand that a king will notice your prosperity where you are. It means that something is going on. Do you understand? The king noticed. I said, you know what? Go get me that act. It's obvious that this prosperity that is going on in the life of this man is as a result of that box. Go get me the box. Now, my friend, listen. Now, listen. Let me, let me say something else. Eh? As they went to carry the ark and they were bringing it to the temple, a man named Uza, with a boy, a man named Uza, with a good intention, the box was about to fall. And with a good intention, he reached out to hold it. He died. Over a box. 
God sent Ananias. What you don't understand is Ananias means grace. God sent Ananias, and the next time Paul was opening his eyes, he was opening his eyes to grace. He spent three days in the presence of grace, and the Bible says straightway he went preaching about the finished work of Jesus. That was all. He had been in school, you know a lot. Say this after me, access is authority. Say it again, access is authority. So I want to show you how to use that authority very quickly. Let's start Romans 6 from verse 10 to 18. We'll be very fast on that one. Ephesians 6. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil days. And having done all, verse 15, stand therefore, having your lungs girt about with truth, the Lord is your belt. Gird around with truth, and having on the blessed the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery deaths of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Mm. Praying always, with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching on thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. Glory to God. Now, here you find a representation of the believers authority. So you've been given access and now you're standing on grace ground. Or you're standing with a suit. So we have access by faith into this grace wherein we were stand. But we stand on grace ground with our uniform on. Glory to God. So the uniform is called the armor of God. The armor of God. Write this down. Our authority is expressed in the armor. Our authority is expressed in the armor. Now, how many of you remember Michael Keaton? Also, he's the, he's one of the Batman guys. How many of you know? How many of you know? You, you see him now. See. How many of you recognize his face? Okay, this guy has a very smallish frame. I don't know that he has parts. I'll try to check, but I couldn't I couldn't find him. But he has a very smallish frame. Now listen, I said this, if you follow the first scripture, I said we have access by faith into grace. That's where we were, stand clothed in our armor. Yeah, so get that, it's very important. So we stand, we don't stand, <laughs> you know, we don't stand. <laughs> you understand? We stand on grace ground and then we dissipate or we distributes in the ammo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very important. Now this guy um, doesn't have 
a very built shape. I mean, he's not built. He's not nothing. There's nothing to him. But when you see him in the bat, I wish I in the Batman suit is ripped, has six parts. You know, when he wears that Batman suit, it is I can do all things through. You know, once you see Batman, once you see any of those, um, what what do they call them? Superheroes. You know that anything is possible. Yeah, you know that anything is possible. You see Spider-Man, you know that. You know, you just know that there, there's a victim, there's a victim. And you know that Spider-Man will always be. Is that how can he parade the emotion? Let also the artery catala the man. Then take off shatter. I see victory everywhere. I see victory everywhere. Yeah, Lord, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. For somebody sitting here, this year will end in praise. Lord, I give you thanks. Woo, I give you thanks. The year is not over, says the Spirit of God. There's so much more that can happen to you for good before this year is over. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. Glory to God. How many of you believe what I just said? Somebody is experiencing a turnaround. Turn around. Turn around. Now, when when you see that guy in the suits, you see possibilities, right? Beyond the possibilities, right? Actually, when they, whenever there is a trouble, whenever there is trouble, trouble breaks out somewhere. These guys don't attack the trouble bareface. You know what they always do? They say, go get my suit. Then you just say, Things have changed. Just know that now it is time for victory. You just know that something has happened. In fact, if they ever start the fight bareface, they are, they are doing all that they want to do, doing all that they can do just to start. Once they lead to, until they can enter into the armor. Once they enter into the armor, everything is sorted. You don't see people's weaknesses in the armor. Weakness drops. You see, is nothing is impossible now. All things are possible. You know. Hey, if I see my arm, now go and show this bad guy. Put on the whole armor of God. Look at this. When we put on the armor, the devil does not see your weakness, your fears, in the armor. So the devil, you look just like Jesus. In the armor. There's no difference between you and Jesus in the armor. Kaya. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Yes, no difference between you and Jesus in the armor. Satan does not spot the difference. That game spot the difference doesn't work. In the armor, you, you just look like Jesus. And guess what? The next thing that Satan would do when he sees you like Jesus, remember how the demons were crying out. He said, What have we to do with you? Thou son of David, why are you with us? Our time is not yet come. What have we to do with you? Not the one that you say, out. You say, me, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> you can't, have you seen pastors fighting demons? We are fighting with demons. Deliverance session is lasting 20 hours. The pastor is sweating. I say, go. Oh, the, the demon said, you are not going anywhere. All those things you watch on Ghana TV, all these things. It's annoying. It's annoying. Look, stop watching, stop watching all these movies that retard you. Jesus washed your sins, he didn't wash your brain. Somewhere along the line, it should dawn on you that in Jesus' case, as he was coming, the Bible says they saw him afar off. And they began to cry and shout. Why is your case different? As he is. So are we in this world. What is the difference, sir? 
consciousness. It should be said that as you are coming, paradventure. You know, I see, see Christ, especially Christian ladies. Hi, I'm just. Why are you being blessed? Because me, I'm I'm not having fun. I see Christian ladies are walking. And as they're walking on the road, a madman is coming. Like a rabbi. Like a rabbi. He crossed. He crossed. He crossed. He crossed. He
and verse 20. Matthew 12 and verse 20. Same scripture. Same scripture. But see what goes on. Matthew 12 and verse 20. Let me read it from the New King James. Matthew 12 and verse 20. Look at what it says. It says, A bruised reed shall he not break. A smoking flask. One second. Once again, New King James. Yes. A bruised reed he will not break. A smoking flask he will not quench till he send forth justice to victory. And you see, take me back to the previous um, verse. Um, take me back to Isaiah, the book of Isaiah. I want to show you something because it's very important. Isaiah 42 and verse 3. Isaiah 42. Okay. He shall bring forth judgment unto truth. Truth. Pay notes, pay attention to this. Alright, back to the next, back to Matthew scripture. Matthew 12 and verse 20. Good. Till he sends forth judgment in scripture. Unto what? So how many of you notice what happened there? Truth is removed and victory is replaces truth. Now what does that mean? What is God, what is Jesus trying to draw your attention to? He's trying to draw your attention to the fact that wherever you see truth, you always see victory. Wherever you find people inundated with truth, you always find them walking in victory. The same scripture was 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 used the same scripture, but when true in ordinance, in the new you find it written as victory. Why? Because truth equals victory. Truth always produces victory. Find a people who are inundated and saturated with truth, they will always live in victory. And that is the manifestation of your authority. Says that to me, truth is victory. Say it again, truth is victory. So if you find a people who are inundated with the truth, they will always produce a life of victory. Once you know the truth and are established in it, the devil cannot fool you anymore. Truth. Someone say truth. It is this truth that holds everything else together. What is the truth? Kaya. Yeah. What is the truth? God has given us access by faith into His grace. This is where we stand. That is the truth. Glory to God. We stand on favor ground. That is the truth. Alright? We stand on possibility ground. That is the truth. Let's look at Colossians 2. Colossians 2. I'll show you this. We're getting bigger every day. Bigger every day. We're getting bigger every day. From verse 13, Colossians 2, from verse 13. You know, Connell was, Connell was sharing, and he said that somebody came into his meeting once. I noticed that as he was preaching, he was always acting to himself, laughing at him. Every time he's preaching, acting to himself, laughing at him. So he said, he said in his mind, that what kind of preacher is this? I was laughing at him. That is serious. That is serious. How can you just be laughing, joking? You are acting the serious thing. Because <laughs> the hands were laid on him and he tried to disappear. By the laughing pastor. Yeah. I told you bro, that one of the ways I know that you are really full of the Holy Ghost is joy. Yeah. If, see, let me tell you, if your Holy Ghost is always serious, good morning, brother. Morning. Good afternoon, brother. Afternoon. 
Why are preserving the anointing? Ah, the anointing preserves you. You don't preserve the anointing. It's the anointing that preserves you. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Ah, uh, you no, know, because I need so I don't want to face my hands. The last time I checked, in joy, we draw from the wells of salvation. See, anointing is, is one of the benefits of salvation. It is the joy that we draw. We come in here. And you are just dancing, singing. Who looks more likely to be filled with the Holy Ghost? If you are normal, you are still, uh, if you can still go, it means that you are still aware of all your problems. But if you can start to laugh and rejoice, it means something has reduced the challenge. It means that, you know, you now, you know, do you understand? The drunk guys, when they finish drinking and all that, they next thing, my brother, you don't even have a problem. But guess what? We we don't do it periodically, but always hard. We live in the most high. So we are always hard. We are not this thing is not is not here. It's our dress. You want to look for me, you will find me in the most high. And be found in Christ. Not having my own that I'm found in Christ. My address where I live. Christians. And you being dead in your trespasses and your uncircumcision of your flesh, have he quickened together with him? What's the truth? Having forgiven you of all your trespasses. Verse, verse 14. Blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us, which was contrary to us. And took it out of the way, nailing it to the cross. 15. He says, Ayah, and having done what? Let's read it together. And having what? Scored principalities and powers. He did what? He made a show of them openly, triumphantly. Say, this is my life. Oh, I wanted to shout it. You're not shouting. Say, this is my life. That's my life. That is the truth. What's the truth? Because it is the truth that you know that you are established in that leads to victory. So, you all you owe yourself is to find truth and make it yours. Somebody say, My sins are forgiven. Is that the truth? Hey, church, is that the truth? You know, let me share a testimony with you. Reverend Craig was, was teaching one time, sometime last year, and he shared a testimony how that they were making a trip from Benue to Abuja. And somewhere along the line, their car, their vehicle stopped. And so they had to come down and began to fix it. And these boys, these urchins, these boys, you know, Fulani, whatever, whatever, started coming out, you know, in their numbers. And then came, you know, to begin to harass them with your car, your, your purse, your money, you know, harassing them. So the next thing, somebody in the car just began to shout, our sins are forgiven. Our sins are forgiven. From one to two, to three, to four, to five, to six. He said, shout, my sins are forgiven. My sins are forgiven. I'm blasting in tongues on the highest volume. It wasn't up to three minutes. The same guys started helping them to arrange them. The same guys. <laughs> you understand what I mean? Helping them to arrange that. Is that what you need? What do you need? Say helping them to arrange that. Say helping them to look for what you fix. You see, let me tell you, this is no mouth. It's no mouth. Pastor Tara, Pastor Tara, one of their members in church, Pastor Tara, one of their members in church was going out. And then the next thing she was, I'm done, alright? Truth there eh? is victory. Say amen. Say my sins are forgiven. Oh, 
you wait until you shout my sins are missing. Some of you think that these things are just, you know, people are just talking. It's just lazy people that are just talking. Just lazy people that are just talking. You shout my sins are forgiven until dollars will be pushed sure up in your account. Yes, sir. You know what? Let me tell you. When you won't shout is when you know it's yes. Yes, sir. And when you experience stuff, and then you shout to stuff. Because I'm talking about. You don't experience something. You shout. You say, ah, that happened to me. Kaya, Kaya, no, you don't. Listen, we are drawing our money out of money. We are enjoying the goodness and the favor of God. Pastor, I was sharing. A member of their church was going out. And then she wanted to take a vehicle. The next thing she entered his bus. And then, as we were going... She got to where she was supposed to stop. And the bus guy kept going. She said, No, <laughs> this is my bus stop. The guy didn't go outside, continued driving. Ah. So she looked to her left. The hypnotism had already carried the first one. She looked here. Both of them were asleep. Ah, that was very now done or hard. So I went <laughs> So she said that the previous day she had had like a dream or a vision and she saw her pastor, she saw herself in a face and she saw her pastor telling her just keep walking. So in the bus, she just said praying in the Holy Ghost. He took her to the den where they were going to slaughter the people. As they got to the den where they were going to slaughter the people, uh, whoever asks, why did you bring this one to You don't need her. Take her to another side. That's, this one is not for us. Take her somewhere else. And so they took her somewhere else and, you know, kept her there. And then she just continued praying the Holy Ghost, praying the Holy Ghost. And then next thing she heard her pastor's voice saying, start working now. She said, I said, she looks like, look like, she didn't know the next thing the boldness came, she said, what? She was walking, expecting you know, as you're walking, you're walking, expecting that someone to say, hey, where are you going? She, she kept walking until she walked out. Listen to me, listen to me and listen carefully. Listen, it's a big story. You know, somebody, somebody said something. Somebody said, you don't know that he was being or he being in evil. The power of God works. You better believe it now. That I have authority. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I can do all things through Christ. At the end of sometimes, I think last year, early last year, I went to preach. And after preaching, I did, I just preach. And every time I preach, especially in some places, every time I preach, I always lay hands on I always move. Preach, and I left. The lady ran after me. I said, Pastor, I need you to pray for me. I said, what's the matter? She said, I've been bleeding for the past few weeks. Even as I'm talking to you now, I'm bleeding. I said, ah, that's our special. Oh. I said, that's our special. And I ministered to her. She called a few days later. After everything, she now finally came to see my dad. And said, it wasn't up to two hours. The she is alive. If I call her name, you can verify what I am saying. Of course, well. That's where I'm going to stop. You know, of course, yeah, yeah, his wife. So we're not just talking in the story. In almost not up to two hours, it was Daddy that was telling me the next day that I was already came there to see me. And I was giving the person how to pray for her. And then the leading Two I'm not saying it's impressive. It's something I know. It's something I believe. If I lay hands on six, six in the cover. Pastor, uh, I'm sure the house has said this. And I'm closing here. Glory to God. I'm sure the house has said this. He said, if you call me and say you are sick, I will pray for you and you will be If you refuse to be I will die. I don't dare bury you. I have not been given the means to your parents. I need to change. If I come 
And I say, you get up and you refuse to get up. I call you Jesus and you refuse to get up. I ask my pastor to bury you. I don't bury you there. You understand what I'm saying? You are giving life. And listen, you, where you are, you can operate in this authority. Where you are. You know how it Decide that every time you see this person, you say, Can I? Can I offer? Please. <laughs> and we are uh, standing for them. You what? And let me tell you. Someone talk to somebody, you might say, Pastor, I have no sin. What do you want me to say? I can do nothing. <laughs> Only the Lord knows what to do. Only the Lord. And then to you, I'll be humble. No. no. To him. See, let me tell you, at that time, I'm, I'm actually stupid. Unity is saying exactly How what it is about. You are proud, eh? Let me tell you, you are proud when you don't accept it. You are humble when you say, be it unto me according to your head. He says, I can heal the sick. Simple. Let me tell you what happens. If I do the first one, you don't get healed. Ah, no, I don't know. No, you don't understand. You don't understand. If I do the first one, you don't get healed. I'll go to the second one. If I do the second one, you don't get healed. I'll go to the third one. See, I will start by getting 10 out of 100. Yeah? Until I start getting 100 over 100. But I will keep counting. Because if you told me, if I lay hands on this, he will recover. And let me tell you, as we get older, you may hear the people who believe scripture for what it is. Yes, what it is. Are you hearing what I'm saying? As we get older in life, who needs it? Somebody will just take you wrong and say, ah, you can walk. You need it. You need it. And uh, you need it. Then that's the, you, you say that you have a friend. That believes scripture wrong, and let me tell you, the world is waiting that you are that person. Yes, sir. Everybody will plug into you. They will plug into your life and you will see that. Sir. Say, I have authority. I have authority. Take me to the last slide. 11. By the perfect sacrifice of Jesus on the cross. You've been given access. You have access. In a little power. Fire. You have access. Glory to God. What did I say? What did I say? You do what? By the sacrifice of Jesus, you have access. What's that thing you want to see change? You can see change. Go with it, God. Say this after me. I am healed with the power of God. My hands heal the sea. Say this after me. Nothing is impossible for me. Say after me, I am in Christ. I am in Christ. Christ is in me. I have access. Glory to God. How many of you know that truth is victory? Let me see your hands up. How many of you have embraced the truth that your sins are forgiven? How many of you have embraced the truth that you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus? This after me is my type. That God hears. And that God answers. You hear what I'm saying? It is my type. Thank you for engaging with us in this episode. We trust that your life has been beautified. 
If you'd like to share what Jesus is doing in your life through this ministry, please write to us at hello at blueprintstories.org. You can visit our website at www.blueprintstories.org. You can also follow us on Facebook at The Blueprints Church and on Instagram at The Blueprints Church. Cheers.